Work starts on a Monday. Life begins on a Friday. Salute Nation. It's March 17th, 2023, 1.33 a.m. Money East Coast, and it's currently 43 degrees out here this morning in New York. Episode 57. Happy St. Patty's Day to all my Irish brothers and sisters out there. Of course, you know, as an Irishman, we we welcome everyone. I don't want to get into the religious side of of a holiday because I don't. Um, but um, I can't wait to taste some uh, corned beef and cabbage, some Rubens coming later on today. My taste buds, I can, I just, I'm just, I can taste it right now. Ah, it's Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. A lot to talk about. So, I'm going to get you started. WWE 2K23. I was, I got it early. Very early. Um, I got it two days after I ordered it. I I still do believe that Walmart made a boo-boo and gave it to me earlier than... You know, because I was supposed to get it on the 14th, rather, for the early access. So I already had it. And I had to wait two days to download it. Well, that's not how long it took. But I had to wait on the on when it turned the 14th for me. So at 12 a.m., I started downloading it. I mean, there's a trick to downloading games. You know, never go network first or with network. Do the disc first. And then, after the disc is done downloaded, then you do the network and then the updates that it's needed. That's how fast, that's the best way to download games. So it didn't take long. At most, maybe three hours. Um, Started playing. I mean, granted, I've watched people play it. I watch people who I get sources from play it beforehand, and I, I was amazed. But I was like, "All right, are y'all hyping this fucking game up? This game is fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic." Now, is there things that should be updated? Yeah. But the flow of the game, tremendous. The feel of the control of your of your character that you're playing, tremendous. Showcase. The John Cena showcase. Now, there are some things I don't like about showcases. Like, you have to do exactly what is prompt or else. But I get why they do that. Just to make it, you know, just to make it interesting and challenging. But the story of this showcase, of John Cena's showcase, it was fantastic. The message. 
obviously the message was don't give up. Regardless, just don't give up. Because, you know, that that's a good message to have. The only part I didn't like about the showcase, the real only part was the last. Now, I'm not going to spoil it because this game comes out today for everybody else. It hits the stores. You can buy it on the shelf now if you didn't pre-order it. And you can, you know, any store now and you can get the game. So I'm not going to spoil it. But I just hated how they did the last. Um, I mean, it, it's it's a minor hate. There are going to be people that are going to like it. And there are going to be people that just absolutely hate it. Or dislike it, I should say. This game is great. <laughs> this game is great. It's better than 2K22. And I thought 2K22 was good. This was fan-fucking-tastic. Or is, I should say. I have not played My Rise, which is pretty much uh, 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 my career in most games. Create a superstar. It has two storylines, one for a female, one for a male. And you pretty much go through it and you go through the story, but you have you make choices with your character. And you do create it. You you create that character. And you go through the years and blah 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 and win titles and blah blah blah. I have not tried that yet. I'm a, I like universe mode. I did not really fully attempt that last year. I use exhibition mode and create my own universe mode. I haven't tried that. It it seems to be updated. Just from, you know, being told by sources. And I've seen it. I've seen the updates. I just, you know, I just haven't really fully digged into their to that mode. War games. Dear Lord, this finally, 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 War Games is fucking great. It, it just, if it just, it just, it's, it's, it's just, it's a great game. I'm, I can't. I'm not going to badmouth it. I mean, 2K did a great job. 2K19 was great. And then 2K20 was just flat out piece of shit, which I, I, to me, I was just like, fuck this shit. And then they made Battlegrounds, which I didn't get because it was it felt like NBA jams, but wrestling side. You know, you you start turning into fire and you get punch somebody and they fly up to the sky and then come down and land fucking I don't know where. I, I, I never played that one. But I was just like, I'm done with 2K. Fucking done. 2K22 comes out, and it, you know, whole new engine. They're no more working on with the Ukes engine, which is Ukes is doing that AEW game. And that game, you know, it's still going through their blah, blah, blah with GCW wrestling company. Um, But it's, 2K22 was very good. I mean, obviously, what was it going against, right? It was going up against 2K20, which was goddamn awful. And, you know, they didn't make a 2K21. Instead, they did Battlegrounds. 
<clears throat> which is the pretty much the the beginning stages of this new um this new IP slash whatever you want to call it. And it brought back, it brought me back going, all right, this is great. I mean, it's so good that I, I still haven't deleted it from my, you know, thing, because I'm still going to play 2K22. Uh, because there's some wrestlers on there that, granted, you, there's going to be community creators that are going to create those wrestlers and put them in the creative mode. So, but I, I still like 2K22 as far as a lot of things. But 2K23 is fucking fantastic. I cannot wait for the first DLC, the first of five, to roll out, which is April, I believe, the 19th. And the reason why is the legendary Steiner brothers are in that are in that uh, DLC. Now it's not like Big Bop, Big Papa Pump, or anything like that. It's you know when Scott was younger, and you know, but hey. So I hope they have the Steiner Rush song. I doubt it because I mean they could. Um, but it just I can't wait for that. Of course, uh, Top Dollar. Um, and I forgot that crew's name, that tag team. Um, with Top Dollar and I forgot who else is in it. It's a new pretty much tag team. So this first DLC is tag team driven. Um, it's a playable. Only four of them are playable. Out of the five, the fifth one is um, she's just used as a manager. But yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for April for that. First of the DLCs, the first of five. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. For those that, like I said, it comes out today on a shelf if you're not sure i 100 percent guarantee that you'll play it you'll love it if you play wrestling games you'll love it if you come from new japan pro wrestling wrestling games you're gonna love this especially the fucking ai the ai is fan fucking tastic and this is how i know I tested it out. I tested it on the easiest level. Not the easy level, but normal. The step above. The level above the easy level. And the AI made it felt like it was on legend mode. I roll out of the ring. The computer goes out of the ring. Like it, it knew that I was getting ready to go out of the ring. It was already making its way to the ring, and then the clothesline me. And I was just like, what? what? <laughs> Normally, it stands, that you know, the computer will stand in the crowd and do their chants or, cha or their taunts and stuff like that, which is fine. That happens in real wrestling. Or in, you know, not video game wrestling. Of course, I immediately turn into the hardest level, which is Legend. And Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it's, it's definitely something to get used to. The timing is different. 
the amount of times you can reverse is different. It's faster. It takes arcade and simulation mode to a whole different ballgame. Kudos. Kudos to 2K for this. This is great. I'm looking forward to what they can do with 2K24. I'm looking forward to it. Especially with War Games now added. So the lighting is just oh it's it's great. The sweat, the blood. We've we, there's only two minor updates they did. Um 1.02 was the the first day update. And then it, they just updated last night, so it's or early this morning or early last morning. So it's at zero or one zero point three update on Xbox. I'm talking. I, I'm an Xbox person. Xbox One. So it's going to be a different number for PlayStations and and PCs. But it it's great. Whatever package you want to get, whatever whatever you want to go with, the game is worth it. The game is worth it. Now, for those that are want to buy the game, you're going to think the game is going to be 100% perfect. It, it, there's no such thing. There's no such code that makes it perfect. None. Not so fucking ever. There's not a website that doesn't want run 100% smooth. There's not a game that runs 100% smooth. There's not an app that runs 100% smooth. There is nothing out there that in technology that is 100% smooth. It can never be done. I don't care if you're using the AI to it, it chat, uh, AI chat, uh, GPT, or whatever, any other AIs. Nope. They're, you're going to find a bug sometimes. But when it comes to video games itself in general, it, it, there's no such thing as going to be a perfect game. There's going to be bugs. There's going to be morphing. There's going to be shit like that because here's the reason why. This is the main issue. Why now on their end, it's perfect. It feels perfect. It's more perfect than it will always be. But they're not trying to break the game per se. They're not playing it as fast. They're not pushing the buttons as fast as normal people are playing this game. So that's really why you get the breaks in the game, the crashes most of the time, or the morphing. Is because you are moving faster than the code itself. That's the only reason why. And trust me, I know. I I know this shit. I'm just not speaking out of my ass. I know this shit. That's the reason why. So, yes, go buy the game. You're going to have a good time. I support that message. Next week. Next week. Next Friday, I should say. MLB 2K. Not MLB 2K. MLB The Show 23 comes out Friday. Next Friday. Will I be getting it that day? I don't know. Uh, I may. I may not. I may wait until close to the beginning of the season. Close. You know, I mean, MLB, the real baseball season begins March 30th. So I, I may, you know, again, I, I, I probably will. Who knows? After this, I'll probably order it. Who knows? <laughs> 
I got some news also. For those that are uh, Samsung users and Google Pixel phone users, about this is about Google Warn. This is what they're doing. They're warning people who use Samsung and their own Google Pixel phones um, about the 18 dire exploits. So if if those devices, on any of those devices that you have that have that, with the Samsung Xperos, um, the chipsets, by the way, stay off Wi-Fi and voiceover. LTE slash VO of uh, VO LTE, which is voice over LTE and the calls. So anyone that have that, the Google phone, like I said, the Pixel phones or Samsung, please look into this. Please do. Please do. Now, they'll probably patch it eventually and. It'll be okay, but at this time, from yesterday, this was reported yesterday, that this is an issue. So just be careful. If you have a Samsung, look into it. If you use Google Pixel phone, use caution. I don't have to worry about that. I have iPhones, so I don't have to worry about that bullshit. Uh, Most of the time, 99.9% of the time. Here's another funny shit right here. You want to hear for something funny? The Biden administration threatens to ban TikTok if it's not sold. Here's the reason. Lawmakers have grown increasingly concerned that the Chinese government could get access to the U.S. users' data. Now, most of the people who use TikTok are kids. Unless your kids are, um, say, working for the government, know the top secret information of the government, you don't really have to worry about this. This is more of a biting, whining, and his administration whining over China. That's all this is. It's says. Hey, China, this is your comp- one of your company. Fuck you. We're going to fuck you a little bit more. That's all this is. It really has nothing to do with TikTok. Although, I don't want to say like TikTok is innocent in anything. Since they have been created, they you got to be careful. They do record you. They do take pictures of you when you're not looking or when you're not paying attention. They'll, they, they do snap it itself. So just be careful. My advice is don't use TikTok ever. Ever. TikTok is terrible. If you want a true social media and you want to you know, communicate, here are the main ones to use. And this is because they're better and more popular and better protection. But you still have to do your due diligence and not opening stuff you don't know. Facebook is still the number one. Now, you're going to have your bullshit of people messaging you and trying to get you to open something. Just don't. If you don't know who it is, don't do it. 
And if you do know somebody, if you do know that person, they send you something out of the blue, ask that person if you if they sent it. If they don't know about it, then you know that then you should tell your friend, hey, you might want to change your password. Instagram, obviously, Meta, Meta and Facebook, you know, Meta, Instagram, or, you know, I mean, it's all the same. Same thing. Now you get the annoying bots. <laughs> but that's about it. Just don't respond. Or if you're like me, fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck with them. That's what I do. I like fucking it. We're fucking around with scammers. It's like, come on. I play chess, not checkers. And what's the app is not bad. That they clean that up. I remember big, their beginning stage. People were like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, this is that. This can't be real. Is there something going on? They had a, a breach a while ago. Not a while ago, but a couple of years ago. But that got cleaned up quick. So what's the app's good? Again, take precaution. Regardless, YouTube is another way. I mean, when you're in chat, you know, don't give out your per personal information. That does not mean your name, guys. I, I don't know why people are so worried about someone knowing who their real name is. On Facebook, on everything, Terrence L. Carey Jr. You know how many Terrence L. Carey Juniors are in this world? Even if you know what somebody looks like. You have to find people's IP that could fuck them up or their social security number, which that is not granted towards somebody's name. You're not going to find somebody's social security number because you found their name out. Only the only the zero point zero one percent of hackers that could do that. Trust me, you're okay. So moving on with some news before we go to sports. YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, YouTube TV. Anybody use them? I don't. They're about raising their prices now to 73 bucks a month. Some subscribers, that's for new subscribers. Just the old subscribers will have they will they will be paying that soon. You won't be able to see that until April 18th is reported. Now, granted, that seems high, $73 a month. That's still probably better than cable companies, though. For the price-wise. I'm just... Yeah, I mean, but still, they're hiking it. Why? What's the issue? See, now this whole culture of cutting cable, it's going to come back and bite us in the long run. And here's why.
soon as you cut something out, everything seems good. But then there's something within that that's going to get too greedy and make it seem like it's it, why do that in the first place. You already seen the hikes, of course. Hulu went up a little bit. Not a lot. Netflix went up. Not not a lot, but it's prices go up. Why? Well, most likely due to the people who work there. <laughs> they have to pay their employees, too. <laughs> but eventually... If if it's not calmed down a bit, how much you can be paying for YouTube or 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 Hulu or or Netflix or Paramount Pictures or Paramount Plus or Disney Plus or, or you know HBO Max? Roku, right? All, all these things that are anti-cable eventually going to up their prices as well because they too want to make money. See, my only beef with cable companies are the ones that offer internet access, right? Those are the ones. Spectrum. My only beef with Spectrum is their Wi-Fi is not reliable. And that's including even if you're connected for Shirley, you know, hardwire. You, you're still going to have times where it's the periods of, of, of your connectivity down. Wi-Fi is only a necessity, uh, uh, not a necessity, but it's, it's not a necessity. Is what I'm getting at. Right? It's a convenient. It's a welcome convenient. Where you can be wireless. <laughs> you don't have to have a house full of messy wires all over the place just to connect to stuff and be connected. Now... I mean, if you have your your modem and router in the right place, elevated high, more than four to five feet up in the air, center of the household or room or whatever, you're going to have better access to Wi-Fi and longer, conge- longer connectivity. And then it becomes just a hassle of once every month or two times every month that your Wi-Fi goes, you know, haywire and it's out for a couple hours. That's a lot of time has to do with the network itself, not you, them. And you hear it. You hear the complaints about it. I I complain about it all the time. Like, come on. Goes through the rollouts, you know. A lot of times it has to do with just you unplug the modem. 
when it's down for a longer period of time, you just unplug the modem. Wait for a minute to five minutes. Plug it back in, and a lot of times that restarts the whole thing, and you go, it's better. All right. I'm done with what I want to talk about as far as the first part of this. I'm going to hit you with the inter- with a transition. And then come back and we'll talk about sports. A lot to talk about. Start of week five of the XFL. Game that happened on Thursday. We'll go over that. Talk about some Hoya news. There are some. As well, whose uh, NCAA tournament already began the first round that continues to be that continues play of first round to, today. But I'll show you who already advanced to the second round. We'll see if there's any Irish news. Notre Dame, by the way. My prediction of the Bulls game. We'll go over that and so much more Bulls news. And then the Raider news, of course, and then the Yankee news. So, as always, I'll hit you with that transition and we'll begin. Don't go anywhere. So I'll be right back. I'm sure you know what transition that was called. I did that last Monday. Drum Machine was the name of the transition. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. The XFL. Still don't pay attention to it as far as watching it. My reason, still the same. I have no dog in the fight. So Thursday night. The start of week five. It was a 10.30 p.m. game on the East Coast. It's probably one of the reasons why I don't get into it is you have your primetime game. The only game on the card or on the schedule for the start the game for week five on the Thursday game. And you got it at 10.30 p.m. on the East Coast. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no. And in this game, you had the 4 0 Houston Roughnecks versus the 2 2 Seattle Sea Dragons. And Houston loses to the Sea Dragons by a score of 14 21, which now makes Houston 4 1 and Seattle 3 2. Saturday's games, well, tomorrow's games. Two games are on the card. Card, I don't know why I say that, but on the schedule, you got the 4-0, the only left undefeated team in the XFL, the D.C. Defenders, versus the 3-1 St. Louis Battlehawks. And then closing Saturday out, you got the Battle of the Winless, the 0-4. Orlando Guardians versus the 0 4 Las Vegas, I mean, the Vegas Vipers. You know, <laughs> so, 
I'm probably, I think I'm getting ready for the Raiders season or something. And then Sunday's games, the only one game to close out week five. You got the two and two Arlington Renegades versus the one and three San Antonio Brahmas. Let's go over to some Hoyas. Denver. Anglim, that's his last name, Denver Anglim. Deontay Bass, Jordan Riley, Primo Spears, and Malcolm Wilson. All the Hoyas are now entering the transfer portal, which is pretty much the college sports free agency. Ah, yeah. Hey, listen, we're going to have a new head coach. We're going to continue dropping players until we get a new head coach. Um, I don't know when they're going to name it. I don't know. Um, you know. <laughs> it's, listen, you had back-to-back seasons of terrible record. I don't give a fuck who's there no more. The players should be gone. There is no talent on this fucking team. None. I don't give a fuck who you say you are. If you're a Hoya fan and you want to argue this point with me, please, please do. You can't have a team because it's not all on Patrick Ewing's fault. It's Patrick Ewing's fault that he fucking brought these jabronis there. It's Patrick Ewing's fault that he couldn't coach them. But it's also the player's fault that they couldn't fucking play the game. You dribble, you shoot, you pass. You play defense. How hard is it if you play this game to be this terrible? I mean, I don't get that. The great years of the Ahoyas is gone. I mean, it's just, it's... It, I mean, hopefully the new coach gets it and can turn this, you know, this, 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 this team around, this school around, this organization around. Now, my expectation of this team going further, it's not much. A rebuild. <laughs> Something I'm used to with my teams. Other team that I don't have to worry about that's uh, that's going through any type of rebuild, rebuild ever is really the Yankees. Last time they had a fucking losing record was in 1991, 92. Since then, 500 and above. Rest of my teams, shit. <laughs> but we're not there yet. The NCAA tournament. I'm not going to talk much about the NIT tournament. Don't really care. I'll probably talk about whoever wins it. But I'm really not going to follow it. NCAA tournament. Started yesterday. First round. Continues today. So this, these are the teams who already moved on. Already played and moved on to the second round. 
in the South br uh, bracket. Number one, Alabama. Number eight, Maryland. Number five, San Diego State. Number 13, Furman. Foreman, what, whatever. And number 15, Princeton. As well as number seven, Missouri. Over in the East, the number five, Dukies. Duke Blue Devils. And number four, Tennessee. In the Midwest bracket, number 19, Auburn. And number two, Texas. Number one, Houston. And number 10, Penn State. In the West bracket, the number one, Kansas. The number eight, Arkansas. Number seven, Northwestern. And number two, UCLA. Again, this is, there's there's rest of the, you know, first round. Well, whoever's moving on to the second round will be decided later on today or throughout today. And, of course, that will be talked about on Monday's show. For the Irish side, Notre Dame, has no real news yet. Yeah, this is no real news yet. You would think soon, though, because April 22nd is the blue and gold game, so. Or green and gold. I forgot what they call it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Lack of sleep, people. Lack of sleep. Yes, due to the game and, you know, playing game and, 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 and you know, the graphics. All right, now let's talk about some bowls. The prediction that I made on that Monday, or last Monday, I should say, was the Bulls to lose against the Kings, which they did on the 15th in Chicago by the score of 114 to 117. The Bulls are now 31 and 37, 18 games out of first, one and a half games back out of the 10th uh, seed, two games out of the 8th or ninth seed, and two and a half out of the 8th seed. And then next game is, well, later on tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, against the 35-35 and 35 Minnesota Timberwolves in Chicago. Prediction for that game, I got the Bulls to win. And then Saturday's game is another home game, this time against the Heat. Prediction, Bulls will win that. So I will talk about those two predictions on Monday's show. And now the Raiders, a team that, or a franchise, that seems to be stuck in retardation. Now, I'm not going to blame Marky Mark for this because he didn't start it. it. His dad did start it. L. Davis, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, he, he was senile. Yeah, okay. He was senile. And I know you can't tell Al different. I get that. And Marky is not a football mind. A lot of people are like, but he got us to Vegas. 
we have no home field advantage. We we don't. It's it's a it's a tourist attraction. We are a fucking circus. We're no different now than showgirls. Sucks. It's fucking disgusting. I'm not saying showgirls is disgusting. What cures this? Winning. What will bring Raider fans back? Winning. That's what will work. But us losing is not going to hurt. It's not. Because that stadium was filled. Even if it's not filled with Raiders, it's filled regardless. And that's all that matters at the end of the day is money. To them. To us, it's different. But the new years, the new season has begun. Started in the 15th. We resigned safety. Roderick Teamer and acquired a 2023 third-round pick, which is pick 100 overall, from the Giants in exchange for Darren Waller. Okay. Got rid of Waller. We don't have to deal with his prima donna bullshit no more. We got rid of him. He's gone. Like Carr. No longer a Raider. So no more talking about these jabronis, okay? Okay. Jimmy G is now set to be the new Raider quarterback, or is he? I mean, he was there yesterday. He showed up. But no contract was signed. What, 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 why? The fuck's going on? Again, we're just proving why we are so unorganized. <laughs> so, the this whole, what is it? What, what, what was it? The press conference was postponed. Why? Why? Speculations are obviously going to, Oh, maybe he failed a drug test. What? That's that's that, that is something I've heard. Maybe he failed a physical, which is probably the more possible one. I mean, we are talking about a guy who fucking you know you, he'll probably you know he probably missed a lot of school days. Mommy, I don't feel good. What's wrong, son? I stubbed my toe. Can I miss school? Sure. Give mommy a kiss. I can talk about Jimmy G all the fuck I want. He's not a Raider. He's not a Raider until he signs on the contract. And once he does, I'll support him 100%. This does not believe that I don't think that he will play every game. See, my beef with Jimmy G. This is my only beef, right? And this is my only concern, not really a beef, is Jimmy G's availability 
not his ability. Do you understand that yet? Huh? Do you? When people talk about Jimmy G as, well, look at all the games last year that we could have won. I mean, only if we had a quarterback like Jimmy G, maybe. Yes, the ability, yes. He's good on third downs, yes. Or okay on third downs. He's definitely better on, than Carr on third downs. Oops, sorry, I said the C word. He's better in the red, in the red zone than the C word. The difference between the C word and Jimmy G is availability. Do you get it? But he went seven and three last year. So seven and three, that's 10 games. We play 17 games. So the seven games, what happened? He didn't start the season. That was Trey Lance. Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy G comes in. He plays his 10 games, gets hurt, and then Purdy. But but the 49ers suck without Jimmy G. Didn't Purdy go undefeated in the regular season? Almost lost to us, though. And the only time they lost was in the postseason with Jimmy or with uh, Purdy. So, no, he the, the 49ers did not suck with Jimmy G not in the game. I just proved you motherfuckers wrong right there alone. But Jimmy G is so fan-fucking-tastic. He's had defense. His winning years, I'm talking about his winning years in, in, with the 49ers, the 2019 or 18, where they went 13 and something, went to the Super Bowl. That defense was ranked number eight. Last year, that defense was in the top 10. And the year before that, they went, I forgot the record. They had a winning record, I believe. Top 10. It maybe I'm guessing on the year before, but the last two years, or or the last year in the 2019 or 18, or whatever the first year or whatever that year. But he's got a four and two playoff record, and Derek Carr has zero. <sighs> How many times do guys say this to you, retards? That the quarterback record. Is pointless. And here's why. You have to trust your offensive line. You have to trust your receivers. Only time that record really matters is if you actually fucked up the game or actually won the game. But you guys don't want to admit about the C-Words comeback record. Obviously, last year he didn't. <laughs> but his, you know, outstanding fourth quarter comebacks and game-winning drives. You don't like to talk about that. You, you, you tried to change the questions after that. The personal record does not matter. It may matter to Rich Gannon, but if we're going to talk about Rich Gannon, hey, Richie, 
you fucked up the Super Bowl then. You threw five interceptions. Right? You have no Super Bowl win. Matter of fact, your playoff record was shitty until you got to us. But when you got to us, who did we have? We had Hall of Famers on that team. Now, I'm not defending Carr. I'm glad he's gone. it, It was time to move on. But those who think that Jimmy G is this finally the answer, look at who he's played for and with. Better coaching, better defenses. That's what he's had when he's had a winning record. Maybe once that it didn't. But the rest of the time, losing record. Overall, sure, if you want to talk about his overall, fine, which that what we hear at all time. He's been blessed to be playing for great teams, better franchises. Started with the Patriots. Granted, he only won two games of the Patriots. Obviously, you're not going to start when you got, you know, the greatest quarterback of all time in Brady. But come on, what are we talking about here? Stop comparing those two together when they're not even the same. Carr destroys Jimmy as far as the deep ball. Jimmy destroys him in, you know, pretty much everything else. Except for health. (laughs) Listen, again, my only problem and concern with Jimmy G is availability, not his ability. Moving on. Raiders also sign wide receiver Jacoby Mayers, which is pretty good. Brought back cornerback. Brandon Fison. I don't know why we brought him back if you're the one that released him. Safety, Marcus Epps. Okay. Wide receiver, speedster, I should add, in Philip Dorsett and linebacker Robert Spillane. As well as re-signed defensive tackle, D.E. Jeremy, or, or, or Jerry Tillery, which I'm glad he's back, and right tackle, Basically, a guy could play all positions in Jermaine Illuminor, who also resigned. Raiders now had 12 draft picks after the Waller trade. So now it's time for the grand finale, which is the New York Yankees. Granted, I love the Raiders. I love the Yankees just as much. I've always had. I'm a Yankee and a Raider at the same time. Four spring training games have been played since Monday's show, the March 13th, or since Monday's show. So March 13th, let's pick it up there. Yankees got shut out by the Twins, one nothing. Yankees' offense was a, a no-show, only having three hits in that game, which is pitiful. Being struck out 10 times, which is another pitiful. And walking only three times, which is also pitiful. Yankees pitching did a good job, however, in that game, as well as allowing four hits, striking out seven, and but walking four, which is not good. And allowing a home run, which was the game winner. 
which was off of Garcia, who is coming back still from injury. No excuses. But, hey, you know what I mean? He's got to work his injuries out, get back to game shape, and that's what spring training is for. March 14th, Yankees crushed those Blue Jays 10-3, which I always love to see, especially when you're in the division. Uh, DJ LeMayu, two for four with a home run. His first, by the way. Yankees offense had 11 hits in this game. Donaldson, Floral, and Peraza also adding their first home run of this spring. Chaparro added his fourth home run this spring. Cole pitched 4.2 innings, allowing six hits, three runs all earned. And one home run, though. Zero walks, but striking out six. King, glad he's back. Still pitching to a zero ERA. And then on March 15th, Yankees lost to the Phillies 8-9. to nine. Gasper, or Gasper, yeah, Gasper, which is uh, a backup catcher. I'm going two for two. Yankees offense had eight hits in this game. Walked 11 times. Striking out 15 times. And Seve struggled. Seve struggled in this game. Going, uh, again, I should say, going two and one innings, two hits, four runs, all allowed, walking three, um, striking out four. No home runs in this one, though, which that's been his uh, downfall so far this spring. March 16th, Yankees lost to the Pirates, six to nine. LeMayu with another two for four night or day. Rest of the Yankee offense, seven hits, walks seven times, striking out seven times. Clark Schmidt, who is fighting for the fourth or fifth spot, depending on, you know, with Rondon being injured, that's free two spots, you know, open now. Um, So Rondon, he pitched fantastic. Get this, guys. Five innings pitch. So they're starting to stretch him now. Zero hits, zero runs, no earned. Zero walks, striking out seven and five innings. It was Wendy Peralta, Evans, that messed it up for Schmidt. I worry about Peralta because of, well, he's our bullpen guy. He's our lefty specialist. There's not really a specialist anymore. Lefty, he can get out righties as well, as well as lefties. So, But yeah, that, that was the reason. Yankees are 9-11 this spring, 20 games played, 12 games left before opening day on March 30th against the stupid Giants. <laughs> uh, so, until then, you got three more games training, oh, three games, uh, three more spring training games left before Monday's show, and now we can get to the closing statement. Or the closing, really, of the closing of the show. Monday show. I'll go over the XFL's rest of the week five. NCAA tournament, the first round. Or whoever, whatever else rounds were played. The current, I should say. Up to date. Who made it into the next rounds and whatever. I'll go over my two predictions of the Bulls games. See if I was right. I, 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 I predicted both of them to win. 
you know, Bulls to win both games over the Timberwolves and Heat. Hopefully updates on the Raiders. Yankees, three games of their spring training. And, of course, Black Saturday results. Speaking of Black Saturday, don't forget, it's tomorrow. At Raider Ben's YouTube channel. I don't know who's going to be the target. Whoever the target is, highly deserves it. Any news I want to talk about, it will be on Monday. Until then, Salute Nation.